Welcome to The Soft Life with me, Candy Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon. Hello everyone, I'm Candy Washington, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about the true purpose of meditation and how to do it. Um, this is what I have found to be true on my own journey to self-love and self-discovery and healing my own codependency. This is what really has helped me and has what really has saved me. But before we dive in, be sure to subscribe to this channel along with our podcast as well. And if you need additional support, be sure to check out our description box and our show notes for our courses on manifestation, self-love, designing your dream life. Also join our Patreon community for bonus and exclusive content. And also be sure to join our newsletter. It is free and you also get a free self-love guide. So with that, let's dive right on in. So when, we, so when we talk about meditation, sometimes people are hesitant. They think, I don't know how to meditate. I'm bad at meditating. I can't sit still. I can't just not think a thought. And they start to become hypercritical or judgmental of themselves. You know, I can't sit still. I can't not think a thought. I can't hush my mind. But that's not really the purpose of meditation. The true purpose of meditation that I have found is to cultivate a loving, and compassionate yet authoritative relationship to your thoughts. That's really the purpose of meditation. You know, it's not becoming monk-like and sitting down and saying om and transcending. That's all great and that is beautiful and that's heal and that's healing and we can get there. But the true most practical, useful meaning and purpose of meditation is to consciously decide what is your relationship to your thoughts. What I mean by this is, is your relationship to your thoughts that you identify with them, that every single thought you have, you think is the truth of who you are? So if you have critical thoughts about yourself, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you're not lovable, you're a failure, blah, 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 blah. Do you identify? And what I mean by identify is that's how you now believe who you are. You're enmeshed with your thoughts. Or do you have a healthy detachment from your thoughts and knowing that your thoughts are not the truth, your thoughts are not who you are, your thoughts are not your identity, your thoughts are just your thoughts. And that your is the big I am. It's your higher self. You are the thinker of your thoughts. You are the creator of your thoughts. You are the authority of your thoughts. You are the observer of your thoughts. Your thoughts are not you. That's why we can change them. If you have the power to change something, that means you have the authority over it. So you are the authority of your thoughts. But when we say authority, we don't want it to be harsh and self-critical. Like, oh, I can't believe you just called yourself stupid again. You're so stupid for having these negative thoughts. You know, it's like, especially from like the law of attraction community, they're like, oh, you better never have a negative thought. You Now you're going to manifest horrible things in your life, which is totally not true. The only reason why that happens is because you've identified with the thought, aka the 
continued thought, which is a belief now, that if you think something negatively, it will manifest for you. But if you realize you're actually the authority of your thoughts, your thoughts are not the authority of you, and then you cultivate a loving and self-compassionate relationship with yourself and your thoughts, then when you have a negative thought that comes up, you can say, huh, I wonder where that thought came from. Is that thought the truth about who I am? Does it have to be the truth about who I am? What would I prefer to be my truth anyway? So when you have that thought of you're not good enough, is that actually what I want to believe about myself? Is that actually the truth of who I am? Where did that thought come from? Who told me that thought? And then when you start to get curious and observe your thoughts and ask questions about your thoughts in a compassionate way, then you can use your authority as the thinker of your thoughts to think something that you actually want to be true about you. Then you can think instead, eh, I made a mistake. Oh, well, I'm still worthy. I'm still enough. I'm still deserving. I'm lovable. Or, wow, you know what? Everything always works out for me. Look at that. Oh, I'm so lucky. I'm so loved. Whatever it is, get curious about your thoughts. Start observing them from a place of self-compassion and from the place of that you are the authority of your thoughts. Because a thought that you continue to think becomes a belief. And what you believe to be true about who you are how you then believe to identify as, then that is what is reflected back into your life. Then that is what you manifest. That's the law of assumption. A continued thought becomes a belief and what you believe, what you assume to be true, that is an assumption. What you assume to be true, that is your belief. That is what then has to be pushed out and manifested in your actual life. That's why it's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if all day long you are telling yourself on repeat, nothing works out for me, nothing works out for me, nothing works out for me, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, that then becomes your belief. And then the world is going to show you experiences of, and examples that reflect back to you that thought. But since through meditation, which to me is just getting curious about your thoughts, quieting the mind enough. And by quieting the mind, I don't mean not having a thought. I mean just getting in the moment, sitting still, and observing your thoughts. Hmm, that's the thought that came up. You know what? That thought doesn't serve me. This is a thought that serves me. Hmm, that's okay. That's okay. Right? So you can shift from the thoughts of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, because you are the authority and you have self-compassion to, you know what? Everything always works out for me. I always get what I want. I am worthy and deserving of everything that I want. I am one with my desires. And even if you don't believe it at first, the repetition, because a belief just is a thought that has been on repeat. It's a continued thought. So the more you choose to 
have continued thoughts that are actually self-affirming, that serve who you want to be, that what you want to see in your life, that will ultimately then become a belief and that belief has to manifest in your life. That's why people who are just like, everything always works out for me and they just sort of have this sort of like carefree belief like, oh, of course that worked out, everything does. And you, and you kind of think about those people like, oh, she always gets her way. Everything just works out for her. You know, he always gets his way. That's why. So to me, the purpose of meditation is to really work and strengthen that mental tool, that mental muscle of being mindful of what are the thoughts that I'm thinking. And if these thoughts are not what I want to actually be, of not what I actually want to experience, then knowing that you have the authority, you are the authority in a loving and compassionate way to change those thoughts, to reflect who you want to be. This is self-concept work. Do you wanna be a person who always gets what they want? Do you wanna be a person where everything works out for you? Then get busy with being the authority of your thoughts. It's also called having a strict mental diet. I, li I like to call it a cultivating a loving mental lifestyle because I think words matter. So cultivating a loving mental lifestyle and meditation helps you get that muscle up. So whether it's a couple minutes a day, an hour a day, 15 minutes a day, just get quiet. Observe your thoughts in a loving and compassionate way and know that you the, that you are the authority over them. One thing I do when a thought comes up that I don't want to experience or believe about myself, I say, huh, thank you, thought. I now release you into the universe for good. You have no power here. I disempower it and I empower myself. So if you found this valuable, be sure to subscribe, like, rate, leave an honest review, check out down our courses below, join our newsletter, and also be sure to join our Patreon community as well. So with that, I will see you guys next time. And thank you. Welcome to The Soft Life with me, Candy Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon.